What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Syndicates. Eddie, Vic, and John all back. We got conference championship week. Man, we came off a rough week last week. 0-3. Vic, man, we talked about how in the very beginning of last week's podcast, how it's all always a favorites week. And then what do we do? Two of our three picks were underdogs in that week. <laughs> yeah. We and screwed it up. Time, all of us were wrong. By the time the weekend came around, because we record these things so early, I was like, I don't know about our picks anymore. I'm seeing like sharp money coming in on the favorites. I'm seeing, you know, that Browns game, I think was probably the, the best example where so much sharp money came in on Sunday and that line dropped from like 10 to seven and a half. If we had recorded like that morning, obviously we would have taken the Browns just cause like, that's how we bet. So, uh, but you're right, man. We, it's been a good season overall, but that was a bad weekend. So hopefully we can uh, bounce back this week. Yeah, I still feel that Kansas City side might have been the right one until Mahomes got hurt, but I guess we'll never know. So the right side is the winning side, as they say. But, John, did you switch up any of your picks towards the weekend? You know what? Not only is the right side the winning side we got from Chad, what about this one? The late move is the correct move, right? Yeah. <laughs> All four games last week, uh, you know, the, green, the, the, the Rams, the Rams-Green Bay, when we, re, when we recorded, was that about – I think five and a half, six, six and a half. Anyways, it was seven at, at kickoff. And, the, the, and then the night game dropped to two and a half, right? Or two. And and uh, and then on Saturday, it went from 10 to eight and a half. The Bucks went from the Saints and Bucks went from from three to two and a half. So I mean all the all the late moves were right last week. So I, that Baltimore, that Baltimore Buffalo one, I think, stayed where it was two and a half all week. I mean, you know, but the other three, they were, you know, the late moves were, were the were the right side. But um, yeah, man, it, it was crazy. So I listen. I always have. I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. I did okay because you know during playoffs usually I, I'm not putting in my bets right away, especially if I don't like something. And I I don't think I put in one bet before game day this the, this whole this whole playoff run so um same thing with this week i haven't put anything in yet so i mean yeah i did i did actually okay from what i said on the pod i, I did a little bit better but i mean what we gave on the pod like last week was like that was horrible so we got to make it up for the people this week i think even the one game we didn't pick we gave out bad info on because i think we all like the saints too yeah I, I, i'm listen especially during playoff time like, I, I'm not joking. When I say I play every game, I like to play every game. But it doesn't mean I'm putting, like, a million dollars on every game. You know what I mean? So, uh, I typically do a lot better. And all three of us, I would say, do a lot better when there's a lot of games and we can spot that one that's just – there's an edge to it. You know, when you're just picking every game just to pick every game, I, you know, I hope I hope you're not, like, you know, trying to build a big bankroll during the playoffs. Because either you're going to do – you know, sometimes you can do really good or sometimes you can go 0-3. So, Hopefully, yeah, uh, we pick up this week, pick up the pace. That's why so many sharps work on the props in the Super Bowl because there's so many props out there that they can just find a couple that they have an advantage on and hammer those versus that one game that this is the only thing that they have to choose from. We did really good last year during the Super Bowl and during through all our props and, and the game and all that stuff. So hopefully we can carry that uh, into this year's play. Yeah, you bring up a good point, Eddie. Like, there, you know, the markets are just so efficient, man. Like, it's so hard to win every single week. But like, the props are definitely an area where some sharp guys and you know people that bet big can find an edge, find some value. But 
you'll also realize kind of Super Bowl week, a lot of those are also capped, right? Depending on how much you bet. Like for most of our listeners or even a lot of us, like we're just betting 50, 100 bucks, 20 bucks, you're fine. But like some of these big guys, like they're not going to take like thousands of dollars on some of these props because they know they just, they you know, they can't get to everything. And there's definitely some value to be had. So, uh, but we'll, I mean, Eddie, you killed last year with props, John, you killed. So, you know, we'll definitely come back strong next week would be cool. I think for us to analyze some props maybe before the Super Bowl. Definitely. We will check those out again. And, uh, why does it feel to be a Buffalo fan? It feels good. I, I was just talking to Vic before we jumped on and I was like, last week was really the, the, the big nerve week for me because I just didn't want to lose to Baltimore. I wanted to at least make it here and give us our, a shot to go to the Super Bowl. Cause I feel like the first two games, we should have won those games. So it's kind of a little more pressure in my opinion. Now we're not expected to win this one technically. So it's kind of like a 50, 50 shot. If we go to the Super Bowl or not. And <laughs> Hey, if we make it, it'll be so much fun. And if we don't, then Hey, we, at least we know we got some building blocks in place. The one thing that I tell people is like, everyone is kind of assuming around here, Oh, we got our franchise quarterback now. We got our coach. We're going to be in good shape for a couple of years. I mean, you got to take advantage. I think, Vic, you talked about this earlier. You got to take advantage of it and strike when the iron's hot or whatever that saying is. Because we got like Herbert is in our, our conference. Trevor Lawrence is going to be in there. We're going to have Deshaun Watson probably going to one of our divisional teams unless Vic gets his way and they go, he goes to the Bears. But. <laughs> Yeah, it, you just you got to take advantage of it because the AFC man the and the NFC it was as well. The landscape changes so quick in the NFL. So you just know you never know, man. Like you look at the Bears from just two years ago, right? Like that team was so good. Their defense was playing at such a high level. Um, but things happen, man. Injuries happen. Coaches leave once you have some success, right? Um, you know, quarterbacks maybe Josh Allen. Like to me, Josh Allen's awesome. He, I I think he's legit, but who knows if he's going to regress if double leaves, right? For example, just there's so many little things like you just got to take advantage of the opportunity and win when you can, just because you never know, man. I mean, like Mahomes and Brady, like those guys are different, but every other team that's out there, like when it's your time, you just got to try to ride the wave and, and do what you can. Cause you just never know if you're going to get back there. Yeah. And I mean, it's just one of those things where you wish you could, uh, you know, the whole pandemic, it sucks right now because you wish you could kind of get the feel, the vibe, the energy, and really all you got is like social media and the news, uh, like the local news to kind of get the vibe and local sports talk radio. And that's all you got. I mean, we, we saw the 6,700 that were at the game last week and the week before, but eh, it's, it's not still the, the full thing. So that part is a little unfortunate, but it's still fun time to be a Bills fan. So. Can't so how about much. that pick? How about that pick six by by my man uh, Tehran Johnson? Did you go crazy on that play or what? Oh yeah, and it sucked because my wife, uh, she was upstairs watching the game. I'm downstairs in the basement, and I think there was a little bit of a delay on my TV by like two seconds because she had her her friends oh, over, yeah. and I heard them scream up there, and I'm like, "What happened?" And then like two seconds later, he intercepted it, and then luckily I could tell. He was going to go the whole distance before <laughs> he actually did. But yeah, that was a pretty fun moment. I was going crazy. That was a, uh, there's like a cool 
mashup that the radio local radio did where they like combined all the calls and like played the rocky theme in the background it was pretty cool so yeah it was that was a a moment in playoff history that's going to be remembered for a long time in our yeah, franchise it was funny when many. he was doing it it was funny when he was doing it i was thinking about you like i know a buffalo guy now so like yeah i haven't, yeah, I haven't had a feeling like that around here in a long time so it was, it was just wild that you know i somebody somebody i know got to cheer for something that happened like that it's usually yeah. New England or Kansas City or somebody like that, that that's always getting those plays. So that was pretty sweet. Yep. No, it was it was a fun moment. And I haven't I think the only time I've ever had moments like that was when the Sabres were good 10, 15 years ago now. So other than that, it's just been a lot of sucking. <laughs> so. They're sucking right now, but all right, that's another topic for another day. <laughs> yep. All right. So we'll kick into these games now. Um the first one up is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're gonna be Plus three and a half. I see some plus threes out there against the Packers at Lambeau Field, NFC Championship. Um, I'll let you go first, John, on this one and give us your thoughts in this game here for the NFC. Man, like I said, guys, I, I don't have any plays in right now, and, and I have not been doing good, especially on this pod, giving out my picks. So I know, you know, handicap-wise, the way to play this game it's probably taking Tampa Bay plus the points, right? But <laughs> I don't know, man. I like Green Bay. I like Green Bay. I like. I don't see how Aaron Rodgers is going to lose the game. I I, I don't want to call them fraudulent because I always this always happens to me during the playoffs where I where I try to pick on a team and I feel like they're not as good as 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 they have shown, and it always ends up biting me in the ass. And Tampa Bay is that team this year. So you know, against the rat, you know, I was on. The Redskins, that worked out well. Uh, last week, we were on the Saints. I mean, Drew Brees comes out and says, you know, he had a torn rotator cuff the whole year. He can't throw the ball 10 yards. Everybody knew that. So, I mean, the way they kind of set up last week defensively was, was, you know, it was simple. They just kept everything in front of them, and the guy couldn't throw it over their heads. Um, Green Bay came out with a good scheme last week against the Rams. And I feel like they're going to be able to do the same thing this week. They should be able to, you know, throw the ball. They should be able to run the ball on Tampa Bay. Um, what I saw last week from Tampa Bay's offense, though, was, you know, the Saints didn't give up too much until, the, you know, until the end of that game when they just kind of got tired on defense. But what they were giving up last week, which I didn't think would ever happen, was, you know, Tom Brady turned into – you know, check down Tom, like he used to do in New England with White and, and, and Lewis and these guys, he was, he was throwing everything short to Fournette. And so if, I mean, I, I would never imagine Fournette being able to make the same kind of plays that, that New England running backs can make, but I mean, they did. So that kind of worries me a little bit. I'm going to stick with Green Bay as my pick because I just feel like Aaron Rodgers is on a, playing on a different planet right now. And that game that they played in week six or whenever it was, you know, it was 10, nothing green Bay. They dominated that first quarter. Uh, Rogers threw two pick sixes. So if it's going to take Rogers to throw two pick sixes for me to lose again, then so be it. But I'm on green Bay, man. I, I don't know if that's technically the right side, but that's, that's what I, that's what I feel. That's what I'm going to go with. Try to get a three or, or maybe like a two and a half or something like that. And, I don't know. What are you guys thinking? I'm I'm with you. Uh, I like Green Bay as well. Jerome Boger won't be refing this game. Oh, good. Who is <laughs> refing this game? Oh, uh, man. You know? I saw it. I'll have to I'll look, look it up. It up. 
Yeah. So but, what um, do you think? No, I, I like Green Bay as well. I'm going to let Vic go first, but yeah, I was going to kind of follow up on yours and just say Jerome Boger ref that first game in Tampa Bay. He's not refing this one, but Vic, let me, uh, you talk about this game first and then I'll kind of finish it up. See if you like Green Bay as well. Yeah, it was like me and you were talking, Eddie, before the call, man. Like, all four of these teams are just so good, man. These two games are going to be classics. I think all both of them come down to field goals at the end of the game. Like, I don't really see a lot of value on the side. I do think that Tampa Bay will be able to run the ball against Green Bay. You saw Cam Akers go off. I think Ronald Jones and Fournette will be able to move the ball, but – Rodgers is just playing so well. It's also hard to bet against Brady, man. Like, no matter what you want to say about the guy, I love him or hate him. Like, I'm sure you guys saw some of those numbers, like how many conference games he's been to. And, like, if he makes a Super Bowl, he's going to make the Super Bowl 10 out of his 21 years. I mean, like, the the Bears haven't even made the playoffs that many times in my life. Like, it's just – it's nuts, man. So – uh, looking at the public kind of skewed a little bit towards Green Bay, 57%. As of now, the money is split. The line opened at four, four and a half, and it did get hit by some sharp guys early. And so now you're seeing Packers minus three, kind of the consensus around. But my play, and like John says, we're going to bet on these games. I actually like the under. I think a lot of people are going to bet over here but Tampa Bay knows that if they want to have a chance at winning this game they're going to need to run the ball and slow Aaron Rodgers down and win time of possession so uh, the public's all over the over uh, I like the under 51 okay and isn't it crazy sorry last thing isn't it crazy that these guys this is their first time playing against each other in the playoffs yeah I mean the only time they would have been able to really is the Super Bowl and Rodgers has always only been to one so it's just nuts. Like as you know, I just feel like as good as both of these guys are, you would have thought at least from, I mean, Brady held up his side, but Rogers got hurt a couple times and it's just wild to me that this is like their first time. Maybe the football gods like, you know, set it up last weekend. We should have thought we should have taken football gods into account making <laughs> our saints pick last week. Yeah, really. I mean, how bad does this, this season for Green Bay look, make Mike McCarthy look? Yeah, exactly. Because that guy almost seems like he was holding Aaron Rodgers back for 10 years, whatever he was there. And that's that's tough. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm on the Packers with John. And the reason for that is I feel like Tampa Bay has is not as good as – what people are assuming coming off their win last week. They look, they looked really good, but part of it was the four turnovers that they got three of them. They scored touchdowns off of, and they basically were gifted points. Like the one interception was brought all the way back to like the three yard line. And I think all the other ones were at least inside almost the red zone, like inside the 30. So they were just given points pretty much off those turnovers. Um, I feel like they were also kind of gifted a little bit when the first game with how bad Washington's offense was. Um, and they didn't cover the, or they didn't cover that number really. We had the eight and a half. I think it was eight is where it landed. But uh, I think now that we're going to see a team that pretty much has the best offense that they're going to face this, this uh, postseason so far, Aaron Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over. He hasn't his whole career. We talked about that first game when they played in Tampa and 
the game just got out of hand really quick, I think, and the Packers just kind of mailed it in. We see that from them uh, every once in a while. I remember last year, I don't know if it was like a Monday night game or a Sunday night game. It might actually have been just a 4-15 game, but the uh, Packers went to the Chargers in L.A. I think they were like seven-point favorites and just got smashed. Uh, Chargers weren't that good, and they ended up just running the score up on them basically. But we see that from the Packers sometimes where they just kind of give us a, a poor performance. And I really think without the turnovers that they got last week, Tampa Bay is probably not going to do as well as they did. And I think at home – We've heard Brady talk about it. We've heard all these Bucks talk about the weather and how they don't want to go play in it. It's going to be 20 degrees, cold, snow, frozen, all that. I'm going to take the Packers at minus three uh, is where I would like to go with it. So that's uh, one bet I've already made. And Vic, you talked about it last week on the pod, man. We got to follow those late moves again this week because they were spot on, like John said, last week. With, uh, yeah, they, they've been, man. They've, they've been all season long because, like, again, but – I've heard from all the odds makers are just like this year is just so different with everything going on that they're not jumping in or getting involved until literally the morning of, right? So um, I think that's one thing maybe we can do a little bit better for like our listeners is just like if we see something crazy like that Cleveland Browns move, maybe we can tweet it out uh, this weekend. So maybe we can all keep an eye on it. But yeah, late move has been pretty much on the money all season long. Definitely. So uh, you, I was watching those last week and I was thinking of you as soon as you said it, because I think I even messaged you. I was like, man, this Buffalo line is not moving. It went from plus one and a half, like on Tuesday of last week. And then uh, it went back to two and a half and then it just stayed there. And I was like, this has got to be a good sign. Right. I was just trying to look for like some affirmation in the group chat. And uh, yeah, the, all the other ones that moved the, they were all the right side. So definitely something to keep an eye out on. Um, next up, we'll go to the night game, which is the Bills versus the Chiefs. That one is, uh, well, Vic, first of all, that first game, what is the consensus line you see now there? Is it three and a half or threes? Because I saw, I see like a little bit of mix on the screen. I'm looking at. So it's interesting because like, you know, let's just take DraftKings and FanDuel because those are like very popular sites now, right? So yeah. DraftKings has Packers three and a half, FanDuel's, has Packers minus three. I'm looking at a couple of offshores and they're also kind of mixed uh, as well. So I'm seeing a bunch like pinnacle, uh, you know, old school kind of three and a half, five dimes is three, uh, bet US is three. So it's kind of all over the board. I, I would literally, I mean, as we always suggest and we've said all the time since starting this pod is like shop around from, for lines, have multiple accounts just because it's so important. Like if you want Green Bay, obviously you want three. If you want Tampa Bay, you know, obviously you want three and a half. So uh, to answer your question, yeah, I'm seeing it even two local places, like two big places like DraftKings, FanDuel have different lines. What about for this game, the Chiefs and the Bills? Is it mostly threes? Chiefs and the Bills is pretty much consensus settled at three because of all the Mahomes news that's come out. Um, what's interesting to me so we can jump into this game, but like uh, that the public is a little bit on Buffalo. And so uh, not a lot, like 55%. Um, but I would have thought like Kansas City less than a you know, field goal or less, like more people would be on them. But um, it looks like it's Kansas City minus three. It looks like the public's about 55% on Buffalo. The money is about 60% on Buffalo. 
Um, and then over under is, is pretty split when it comes to the betting and the totals at 54. So um, I talked to a bunch of odds makers. I wrote an article yesterday for radio.com. They all say Mahomes is worth anywhere from, you know, like five to 10 points, right, to the spread. Um, but they all indicated to me that, you know, they say like their intel, but, you know, these guys usually are ahead of the curve and, and they're saying he should be good to go, um, that he's going to play this weekend. But they, they all did actually point out like, one thing everyone forgets is like the toe injury, right? Um, before he got hurt with the neck. So I think, Eddie, that's going to be uh, something that helps to you guys because he, he's not a running quarterback, but he's very smart and he always picks up, you know, yards on the ground when he needs to make that play. And he was definitely limping, grimacing. And we've seen guys miss a lot of time with like toe injuries, whether it's turf toe, who knows? So I think that's another thing to keep an eye on. And that's why they said that when, when talking to me that this line is only three, even if he plays it, it's going to get to like three or four. They were saying if he was a hundred percent, this line would be higher. It'd be like chase five. Hmm. Interesting. I, yeah. I was going to ask you about that article and if you could kind of talk about it because it's, there are so many different reports as to how much he's worked to the spread and um, you know, what a healthy one is versus a, you know, a somewhat not healthy one. And I've been listening to a lot of the local radio this week in Buffalo. They've had a lot of people from Kansas city on, and they're saying that same exact thing that you said is I wouldn't be more concerned. I would be more concerned about the toe injury than the concussion or whatever the hell happened. Um, because that was lingering them. If you go back and watch the first game against the bills in week six, he, there was a couple plays where they had everything shut down and Mahomes just escaped on like a third and eight, third and 12, just got exactly. enough yards to get that first down. And he, like you said, he's just a smart runner. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, definitely something to keep an eye on there. So John, what are you thinking about this one? I think that toe injury is why the line is where it's at. But I mean, I don't know if you're going to want to hear this or not, Eddie, because I don't know if I'm going to be your mush, but I mean, cause I haven't been good on the pod, but I love Buffalo in this spot, man. I feel like they match up pretty well. Look, last time they played each other was that weird Monday 5 o'clock game and Buffalo, for some reason, and you, you can probably tell me in a little bit, they took out their, their, their D-line and they didn't have any D-linemen. And Kansas City basically just ran the ball on every play and controlled the game and Buffalo only ended up scoring 17 points. Buffalo is a lot more healthier on defense now. And they are, they're speedy. Their secondary can't be messed with. They got really good players in the secondary. White and then Poirier and, and, and the, the other two safety, the, the other safety and, and, and their line. I, I don't believe Milano played in that first game in week six, right? Correct. Yep. And, and Edmonds is a beast in the last like month and a half of the season. So, and they're, and they're D linemen. Who are the two guys that they did, that they, they benched in that game? So they ro they rotate their D linemen like yeah. even when Marcel Darius was there who was like our best D lineman he only played fifty five percent of the snaps they do so much rotation but I think uh, I don't know if it was Ed Oliver or Mario Addison Jerry he was I I don't remember who they benched in that one but yeah I, they pretty much played like a three sometimes four man front played their linebackers way off and just said Kansas City here run the ball we dare you. <laughs> Kansas, and you know what? I don't think they're going to – I mean, what, what what Buffalo showed me last week is – I mean, I know they were flying up to stop the run last week, but 
I don't think Kansas City is going to be able to win this game just the way they played last time around, and that's just running the ball. And and the plays that 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 Mahomes made in that Week Six game uh, last time, where you know he he did kind of move around and 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 make the plays. I don't think they're going to be there this time around for him. So I mean, I like Buffalo in this spot, man. I think they're going to. I think. They're going to pull out the upside. So, I don't know. Give me the plus three, though. <laughs> let me let me ask you guys the other side of this thing. And, Eddie, you know this because you watch every single Bills game at another level. But in the playoffs, the Colts and last week, the Ravens were able to move the ball up and down the field, and they had so many chances in the red zone, right? If there's one team and one guy – who's going to make sure they take advantage of those opportunities. It's Mahomes and the chiefs compared to like those two teams. Does that scare you a little bit? Uh, yeah, I'd say the biggest thing that scares me is we don't defend the tight ends very well. So Travis exactly. Kelsey, yeah, exactly. Um, he kind of burned us a little bit in the first game. Although like John said, we didn't have Milano who's going to be back. He's healthy and everything. And he, he's a huge factor because look at Mark Andrews last week. He was basically a non-factor in that game. Um, I kind of touched on it last week is Sean McDermott does a good job of taking away your strengths. And that's kind of what he did in that first game was where he said, Kansas city, go ahead, run the ball. And I feel like that's what Kansas city is going to do to us this week. Cause our running game is pretty much non-existent. Uh, and I think it's actually just cause we don't try to run the ball. Yeah, and you probably do it, but Dable just says, I want to pass 50 times a game. So that was, I, I don't even get that was more game plan in that last game. They couldn't run the ball against Baltimore. They came out last, they came out in, 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 in the second half and they did, they scored a touchdown and they ran the ball about four times. Singletary was picking up nine yards of play. So I, I feel like that was more game plan where they, they supposedly can't run the ball, but I don't know. No, you're, you're correct. They really don't want to run the ball. They just kind of want to use it in like situational times where it's like a third and two or second and two and you got to run really, but uh, they use it more to set up play action. They are not a team that relies on the run very much. So I, I think that Kansas city might probably try and say, Hey, all right, go ahead, try and run the ball on us. We dare you. And uh, I think we still match up very well with them. That first game in week six, the weather was really bad and neither of the two quarterbacks could really throw the ball very well. Uh, they were both struggling. It was like a weird misty rain and the ball was just always wet. So that's why they didn't play very well passing the ball. Kansas City just won the game because they were able to run for 200-plus yards. So I don't know if they're able to do that in this game here uh, where they're going to run that much. Probably not. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is still not as healthy, and uh, Le'Veon Bell is still not the old Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Williams, you know, kind of a situational back, not someone you want to give the rock to 20 times a game. So – Ah, man, I'm obviously going to bet the Bills just because when it comes to the playoffs, I can't not root for my team. So it's kind of a little <laughs> bit of a bias here. But uh, I do like how we match up with Kansas City better than we do with Baltimore. It's just like Vic said, Mahomes is going to cash in on those opportunities. And, you know, with, with him, they're always in the game. So, um, Vic, I, you talked about the game. I don't think we really got anything that you like so far. So you lean in any way like in this game? I, I lean Buffalo, man. I'm, I'm kind of with you guys. and um, You'll have to it, lean Buffalo just because I'm here. No, no, I, I, I know, I know for sure. I like, one, I'm rooting for Buffalo, but two, like, again, it's just I, I'm always scared to bet against Mahomes and Brady. Like, they're just 
they're just so good, man. Like they have the ball at the end, you know, that most of the times, like as a kid growing up, like I was blessed to have Michael Jordan. And even though they didn't win every single game, anytime they were down in the last like three, five minutes, I was like, we're going to win this game. Like you just have that kind of confidence. And when you watch like Brady and Mahomes play, like it's just that you feel that. And and I really think this is a field goal game. It's going to come down to the last drive and it's all going to depend who has the ball last. But the reason I like Buffalo is because like, is it me or is this line kind of short, John, like to your, you know how you think sometimes, but you're seeing a lot of chiefs, two and a half chiefs, three, even with Mahomes back and practicing, like it, to me, that's a little fishy. And, and that's one of the reasons I like Buffalo. Like, I'm like, I think they're a live dog. They can win this game straight up. Why not take the points? Yeah, it's it's definitely it, it definitely feels short. But I think, like I said earlier, I think it's short because not because of Mahomes' concussion because you know he's gonna play. But again, there might be something wrong with his toe. Yeah, I, and and really the main reason why I'm not taking Kansas City like this is a this is a you know Eddie always has been saying for months, man. I, you know, I kind of miss like not having a crowd and stuff like that. Well, you know what? This week you're gonna be happy that there's not. 60,000 people packed in Arrowhead because True. if there was, if that place was jam packed and as rowdy as it gets, uh, I don't think I would have took Buffalo plus three. And I don't think this line would have been plus three. So in a weird way, like fans are, are there, there's, there's some, there's something built into this line with fans not being there at, at full capacity. Yeah. That's a great point. Like home teams are 10 and four ATS and conference championships since 2013. But this year, we know that like away teams have actually done better against the spread. Um, and so far in the playoffs, home teams are four and six against the spread. So that, that's a great point, man. Like it, it's so different this year. If you had fans at Lambeau and at Arrowhead, it would, it would be nuts, man. Yeah. I'm very glad that, that happened, that's not happening. Cause I, yeah. I remember watching the game last week and I was like, man, it's kind of loud in Kansas city. It said the same thing about, uh, Buffalo as well they said that on the tv it was pretty loud and when I was there two weeks ago it was very loud uh surprisingly for 6,700 people but um with that only being 16,000 in Kansas City I know a lot of people that I know from Buffalo have already kind of said they're going they bought tickets they bought plane tickets um here's a question for you guys I I posed to a lot of other people (laughs) would you guys go to Kansas City and go to this game or would you hold out and go to the Super Bowl if you have somebody you can stay with down in Tampa. This game. You would? Oh, this damn. Game. I made the wrong choice then. This, this, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I always say, like, the. I mean, like, if it was the Lions, if, if I always answered it this way, if the Lions were playing, I would rather be at the championship game and, and, and an opposing stadium instead of the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is like, so corporate. It's like, it's like half the people don't even know what they're doing there, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, so, it's like a like a social event. You're right. Yeah, it's not it's not like the real it's I'd not rather, us. It's not us. It's like corporates and exactly. you know a lot of casual fans. I'd rather watch people. fifty I'd rather watch with fifty people somewhere that I friends and family and everything if it was Detroit Lions and Super Bowl instead of being at like some random city there at the Super Bowl. So but yeah. and, and a championship game, like I don't know. Yeah, definitely championship game. It's, it's also funny you say that, John, because it's like football is the only one that's kind of like that, right? Because like baseball 
NBA, it's like you get the home games, right? And right. Then, then it's like amazing. Like I'll give you the Cubs, for example. I had a chance to go uh, to the World Series, man. And that's one of the best days of my life. We actually won that game. Chapman pitched two innings and uh, then we went in, went on to Cleveland and win it all. So, I mean, I would say like Super Bowl if it was like MLB or NBA because you would be with your own fans. But I think I kind of agree with John here. Like Kansas City is also a great city. Uh, people are super nice. You're not going to get beat up. And, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's just going to be an amazing game. I think it's honestly going to be a shootout, like back and forth. Whoever has a ball last is going to win. Yeah. The reason I chose the Super Bowl is two reasons. It, weather it's going to be nicer, obviously in Tampa was one uh, and two. It's not like there's going to be a full stadium for this. Um, just because I went to the, the game in Nashville last year when they played the Titans. And that was probably one of the best games I've ever been to in terms of like an experience. And I wanted to replicate that this year with Vegas wasn't able to happen. Hopefully next year when the bills play in new Orleans, we're able to do that. But I was hoping to do that in Kansas city this year, but I still feel like 16,000 fans isn't the same as, you know, 67, which is a good and a bad because I'd rather it not be uh, that many people and not be able to hear, but they were pretty loud on the TV last week. I don't know if you guys are watching the CBS broadcast. They also said that like 48% of the tickets were supposed to be Browns fans. Didn't seem like that though. So um, all right. So I guess we're all kind of leaning the bills in green Bay is our super bowl. Does that sound like what you guys are leaning as well? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm leaning. This is yeah. That's what, that's what I'm leaning. I think, I mean, the only bet that I really like is Tampa Bay under right now, like Tampa Bay, green Bay under. And I'm, I think I'm just going to wait till Sunday, man, to see how it all plays out when it comes to some of the sharp money. I do have a call with odds maker today, this afternoon, I wish I had that call before our pod so I could give you guys some insights, but you know, maybe I'll throw uh, the article out there on our Twitter. So I'll, I'll get some insights as to like who some of the action is on early. Maybe it's on some total stuff or props and I'll kind of put that out there, but I'm probably just going to wait till Sunday. I, I think whoever the Super Bowl is, man, it's going to be awesome. Like there's great storylines either way. If it's Brady, you know, it, obviously 10 and 21 Rogers second Super Bowl, can he win it all for his legacy? Like the bills are amazing story. Uh, I, I've been a bills fan, like separately since like Thurman Thomas, like I'm older than you, Eddie. So like all those years, like I always wanted them to win. I've seen all those teams play. And then uh, when it comes to Kansas city, man, like Mahomes is just, I, I like Kansas city. I like Mahomes and Reed and it's just, they're like a fun team to watch. So whoever makes it man, next, next uh, two weeks is going to be awesome. Yeah, it's not like we have to worry about Jacksonville, Blake Bortles making it to the Super Bowl, the AFC <laughs> Championship. So that was so close that year. That was, that was close. Year. I bet them, and they, I think they cashed, but they still lost the game, thankfully. The yeah, four yeah. out of the all four quarterbacks. Here's the crazy thing, and this is why, like, it's so hard to be a Bears fan because we've had thirty quarterbacks or whatever the number is now my whole life. But like, again, it just shows you like all four of these teams have four of the five best quarterbacks statistically this year, and so. Again, just, you know, it's so important to have somebody that's a good quarterback on your team, which our GM keeps continuing to strike out at, but he still keeps getting, like, more and more offers, you know, more and more opportunities. I wish we all had that kind of love in our lives, but uh, sorry, I, I'm just uh, – I'm just scorned. I'm just sad from last week. 
well, hopefully you guys can get Watson because I don't want him in our division. And then that should solve a lot of your issues no, at the quarterback position. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot you guys are in the same division. So I don't see it happening, man. The Jets and the Dolphins just have so many more assets, right? Like they have first round picks, high first round picks, quarterbacks to offer. Like, what are we going to do? Like offer Khalil Mack or offer like future picks? Like it, it doesn't make sense, but we've seen crazier things, right? Like just their DeAndre Hopkins trade, right? So it's like, you, you never know. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I would love to have him here, but I, I see him going to Miami or uh, the Jets, man. Well, let's hope not. So uh, maybe he can go somewhere in like, I don't know, San Francisco or something, but then they become like a Super Bowl favorite. So I don't know. <laughs> let's find somewhere crappy for him to go where it doesn't impact any of us. But all right, so that wraps up AFC, NFC Championship Week. Um, we'll take next week off in between the Super Bowl week, and then we'll come back to preview the big game the following week, and we'll uh, give out some props that we like. So uh, best of luck to everybody this weekend, and hopefully the Bills win. Fingers crossed. And we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, good sure. luck to the Bills, and check our Twitter page, maybe on Sunday. We'll, we'll try to keep you guys posted a little bit if we see some – crazy line movement and check out Vic's articles at radio.com right uh, that's where we can find them right yes sir radio.com and betql.co uh, doing a lot of really fun cool stuff just dropped a Deshaun Watson odds kind of thing but that Mahomes one yesterday was really really cool to get different insights from different odds makers on like what they value him uh, when it comes to the spread so I uh, appreciate that man for sure all right fellas we'll talk in a couple of weeks all right, everyone. Good luck. Enjoy, Good luck. Enjoy at E. Thanks. See ya.